first album is gonna be Life of a Hot Boy 2, The Real Trapper by <laughs> fucking Bankroll Fresh. R. My <laughs> number one album of this decade is Melly vs. Melvin, YNW Melly. Cowboys vs. Bears last night was the most watched Thursday night football game of the year. 18.8 million people. Wow. Pretty good. That's Not crazy. even Thanksgiving beat that. Just, this, that was that's a big game last night, bro. Like, both 500, like. Matt Urich said it. I don't know if I trust this bum, but he has a blue check mark, so. Blue check mark means. Did he cite his sources? Dick. He sure didn't. Wow. How am I supposed to believe that? Should I tweet him and say source? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> do it. About to put this on my podcast, source? That's the instant face you make when somebody says that. Source? <laughs> source? Give me a source on that, my guy. You need at least five sources. <laughs> I'm gonna go see the your works cited page. Intake citation. <laughs> Dude, I'm back on COD. How are you? I'm back. Nice. <laughs> 43-8 and on Shoot House last night. That a boy? Damn. Damn, Gary. I'm level 25. <laughs> 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 yeah, but he's got the shot. But I get chopper guns. Yeah, so Gary's got but the I shot. But I get... It's literally the same thing in that game. I dude, love dude, it, dude. Dude, 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 dude. I get so excited. I was playing with fucking Steve Sabatini. Really? Like two in the morning, dude. Just going hard. I was like, Steve, I got another one. He's like, oh, no way. <laughs> I got a Chapagana. <laughs> I just figured out you could zoom in. I didn't know you could zoom in when you're shooting the gun. I thought it was really good. I'm Scott Malkin and I have diabetes. <laughs> All right, folks, Friday, December 6th, it's 11.06, it's the 26th episode, this is crazy. That's a lot of fucking sixes, man. Yeah. Don't summon the I, devil on That's why I wanted shit. to start right there. You scared me. Yeah. <laughs> God. Boys, today we have probably the most controversial episode we will ever have in our whole entire podcast existence. The other day I saw a video on Twitter, it said, the caption was, say goodbye to the decade, and it was 2010 to 2019, every single heater that crossed the airwaves. And it really got me thinking. I was like, I got five guys who like music on this. Well, four f- other fellows on this podcast that like music. So I figured, why not? Let's rank our top ten albums of the decade. And I just, I was really excited for this, dude. This is going to be sick. Everybody's got different tastes. Everybody's probably going to have different albums. We're probably going to have some oh, of the same guys, albums. You guys are going to hate me. Well, not the, maybe not the listeners, no, but I'm going to get trashed. I was saying before, I was excited to hear where you're going. Yeah. Have, you're going to be the, you're gonna be like the most oddball out, I feel like. Yeah. I said it's gonna be fun to see what you guys what you guys think, you know. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part. I'm just excited to see where you guys put what and what made your list and what didn't. Yeah, for real. You alright, Gary? Jeez yeah. Louise. I gotta calm down. God. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody wanna start off? I say you, you're the yeah, I start off. Yeah, well, start off. I I did a little loophole. There are some albums that are near and dear to my heart that just did not make the cut. So I wanted to give them a little love real quick. Number one honorable mention, Daytona Pusha T. Mm. Fucking fire, front to back. Kanye produced it. Absolutely love that. I'm not going to go too into depth on these. Too in depth. I just wanted to give these quick a quick shout out. Another one, Stoney, Post Malone. Love that album. I slept on Post for a long time. 
So I tweeted, is Post Malone any good? Like, five people tweeted me. Yo, he's fire. Give him a listen. Whole album's sick. Next one, Culture, Migos. Oddball, dude. Fire. I fucking loved Culture 1, dude. That shit was sick. Uh, another one, watching movies with the sound off, Mac Miller. Fucking sick. Love that, that one, album. That one was on my list at one point, but it's not anymore. Okay, I like that. <laughs> so that's an album mention for me, too. Absolutely. Great fucking album, dude. Such a good album. Such a good album, dude. Another one, Acid Rap. Chance the Rapper, when he was good. Wow. R.I.P. Good Chance. Yeah, no, he did, didn't make the cut, dude. Wow. Didn't make the cut. Another one that surprisingly did not make the cut, Better Off Dead, Flatbush Zombies. Probably my favorite mixtape of all time. So fire. Got me onto Flatbush, and they're still my favorite rap group or rap personalities to this day. Who's on this list? <laughs> another, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> another one, Under Pressure by Logic. This was when Logic was cool. This is when Logic yeah. was talking about killing people. Front to back, this album's sick. This is this... when we were smoking, like, way too many 27s. Yeah. Listening to Logic. Listening to <laughs> Nicky by Logic. A song about cigarettes. Weird, yeah. Long Live ASAP by Rocky. Fucking love that album, too. Shout out Rocky. I wish he would drop another album sometime soon. And then last honorable mention, Rolling Papers won by Wiz Khalifa. Ooh, that's a sleeper. That's that, a sleeper. That is a sleeper right there. Love Wiz back then. He he put us all on, dude. Yeah, like we weren't into rap until Wiz really hit the scene, and then big time. Yeah, dude, Black and Yellow is definitely like one of the most OG songs of like me like listening to rap. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. it's like damn, that's definitely one of the first ones I ever heard. <laughs> dude, I feel like all of us like when we hear that, that just brings us all. Oh back. yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. My number ten. This easily could have been top five for me, but I gotta go number 10, 2014, Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole. Front to back, beautiful project. I love it so much. Near and dear to my heart. Three solid tracks. Three, my three favorite tracks off this album. I gotta go No Role Models, obviously. It's a corny pick, but that song is just so awesome. It's, it, it, I'm, I'm not even gonna go too deep into detail on that. Yeah, you, everybody's heard that song. Apparently, love that song. Apparently, gets me through the day, anytime. It's just so perfect. I fucking love that song. And lastly, Love Yours. Mm. A very deep song. And a song that, you know, you're having a bad day, just turn on Love Yours by J. Cole. And Lil Jermaine puts you back in the right headspace. Puts you back in the game. Yeah, puts you back in the game. 2014 Forest Hills Drive really put me on to J. Cole. Like, I obviously heard some shit off Born Center, but 2014 Forest Hills Drive was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love that album. Okay. Steph? My honorable mention would have to be Nipsey Hussle, his last album, Victory Lap, right before, he, right before he passed away, he gave us a gem. Every track on there, he's speaking from his heart. It's just classic Nip. But then number 10, I'd have to go with my one of my favorite artists, YG. I'd have to go with Still Brazy. Political album. He uh, took some shots at the president right now, and I just like how he was putting himself out there at that point. I love that album, yeah. dude. It's Absolutely definitely a West Coast album. Very good album. Very good. Do you like that one better? I mean, I guess we can get. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get. get there. Yeah, we'll get. We'll get there. We'll get. We'll get there. That's for sure. We'll just go around the table. Pelly, what do you got? Number ten or the uh, your HMs if you have any and number ten. Yeah, I'll start off with the with the HMs honorable mentions. Uh, this is tough. Uh, there are a lot that I want to put on there. You guys are—I know you guys are already giving me shit for this one, but my first honorable mention: three thousand one Lace Odyssey, Flatbush Zombies. No, that's fair. Dude, that's Didn't a great honorable mention. Great honorable mention. That's on my list. I mean, oh, that's what I'm saying. Well, it, well, like, I'm it was so close where. to making my top ten. I just I couldn't <laughs> do it for me personally. Uh, Sil Sylvia demo, Isaiah Rashad. Absolutely love that project. Ooh. So good, so good, top to bottom. Isaiah Rashad on the come up. Still, he's about to pop off with the next one. Hopefully, it comes soon. Watch the Throne, Jay Z and Ye. Didn't make my top ten, which is which surprised me. But going through it, it made sense. Uh, twenty twenty experience. 
uh, Justin Timberlake. Fucking Ooh. loved that whole entire project, bro. Top to bottom, loved that project. Good uh, pull. The, defin- the, de- the Definition by John Bellion. I've been listening to that the last few days, and I've just been, like, I've, real- I've realized how great that album is. I uh, fucking loved that piece. Blonde by Frank Ocean and Acid Rap Chance, like you said. Nice. Those- those, those are my honorable mentions. And my number 10 uh, album of the decade, you've already mentioned it, Jerk, is Under Pressure by Logic. Ooh, nice, wow. dude. How about that? I, fuck, I fucking love that project, man. I mean, that's like, that's nostalgia in a nutshell. I mean, that literally, like, that's like, when I think about uh, Under Pressure, I think about Victor's parties. I think about that whole time of our life, you know. It's Hell just yeah. Like, it's just one of those that, like, and like you said, I mean, top to bottom, so many great songs, soul food, game related, growing pains, Metropolis, Under Pressure, like damn, bro, such a good album. And like, and I mean, he sold out pretty quick after that, but at least we got some good shit before it. Dude, seriously, Young Sinatra is mixtape before that. Young Sinatra, uh, undeniable. Whew. Welcome to Forever. So he, had so many, he had so many great tapes and shit. And even the, even uh, another honorable mention, honestly, is uh, the incredible true story. You know, oh, okay. a great album after the fact, but. Yeah, he sold out pretty quick after that. Yeah, no, that's a fact, too. <laughs> Brent, what do you got for us, baby? All right, so Manuel Mentions, first one is, uh, is, uh, rest, or I guess a shout-out, because, you know, rest in peace, uh, Capital Steez, American Reloaded. Shout-out, Steez. That was, uh, it was, it was, it was a, it was a really good mixtape, you know, he had, he was, he was definitely on the come-up, and, you know, you just hate to see or listen to that story, but, you know, we'll get past that. Other ones, uh, the Beast Coast album that came out this year, mm-hmm. fucking fire. The Dreamville album that came out this year, fucking fire. <laughs> uh, pretty much any Flatbush project that, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd put them all in there for honorable mentions. I didn't put them all on my list. Right. And then I had one other one fucked, but I forgot what it was, so I'll just let it roll on. Um, <laughs> number 10 album of the decade, I started off with uh, Habits and Contradictions by Schoolboy Q. Damn, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was just... It came out in, like, I actually put down the dates. I think, believe it came down in uh, 2012. That was kind of, like, when I started getting really heavy in the rap, that, like, early 2010, 11, 12 era. And, I don't know, just that, that OG schoolboy. There's something about it makes me feel like a fucking gangster, honestly. And Hell it's, yeah, it's, dude. it's dope, man. Gangster, it's dope. gangster, gangster. <laughs> Fire. I love this Schoolboy's a legend. One of my favorites, dude. One of my Great favorites. Great call. Sure. Great call. What you got for us, Gary Toledo? All right. I got it. I don't have any honorable mentions because I'm going live. <laughs> Number ten. Thank me later. Damn. Drake. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Hey, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That I, I came out it. in 2010, and let me tell you, I listened the shit out of that album. Is that the one with him and like the clouds? Yeah. No. Or just had no, the clouds. Yeah, no, it's the uh, it's the red album with like his. Oh yeah, face that looks all weird. Yeah, and Swiss weird. Beats was like. That's pretty much kind of why I loved it, because that song was Swizz Beats. Yeah. And, I don't know. I thought Swizz Beats was, like, the coolest guy in the world he still I was is. 13, so. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll never forget, like, when Views came out in 2016, me and you listened to Views front to back Dude, every single that day. Might, that might make oh, my man. list, honestly. I'm, I'm a Drake guy. I don't care. I like That's, Views a lot. Like, I'm, no, not, like, all of Drake shit. Right. No, I feel I, like some of it's well, unbearable. Yeah. But like <laughs> the bangers the bangers are very good. The yeah. bangers are undeniable, dude. Drake's just Drake knows how to fuck like, you. I in thought Brown was gonna come at my neck. Nah, I mean <laughs> hey, man. Everybody's, everybody's got their own music. Yeah. I hate Drake, you know, he's definitely one of my least favorite people of all time, but it's alright. Oh, he, he sucks as a person. Absolutely sucks. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Kanye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the best part about music, man. It's so subjective. Everybody's got their own opinion and everybody's got their own taste. Facts. Alright, boys, my number nine. 
Just came out in 2016. All American Badass. Joey mm. Badass. Oh, that was my other honorable mention. I no shit. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually that's a, that's a nice little callback from uh, earlier in the episode for you folks I, at home. I love that album. Just like almost because of the fact that I was in Jamaica when it dropped. Ooh. And I found Wi-Fi and I downloaded it just so I could walk down the beach while I was a little, Dude, was a little rip skied and just listen to Joey's new shit. I was just... It was unreal. Dude, I absolutely love this album. There's not one person I'd rather have talk to me about political issues than Joey motherfucking badass, dude. And there isn't a person that could do it better than Joey. From Ring the Alarm to Temptations to Super Predator, dude. Just front to back, dude. Nothing, nothing Joey does is bad. Joey's so fucking talented. Uh, I just, I wish I would have got on Joey quicker. Like, I got I got into Joey, like, probably around right at that time. Because, like, obviously I'd heard of him, but I didn't get too deep into him. And that album got got him a fan for life, dude. I love Joey yeah. Badass, dude. That that album's so fucking sick. One of my favorites. I forgot about that album. Dude, yeah, awesome. super, super good album. Love Joey Badass. Love the whole East, <laughs> East Coast movement. All the fucking yeah, artists in there. Dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. Stefan, number nine. Mine was already mentioned. It's the Laced Odyssey. Ooh, okay. Brings me back. That was one. That's what really put me on the Flatbush. That album really got me. Every song slapped. If you haven't listened to it, take. Take a time out of your day. I just remember listen the, to it. when I first listened to the album, I literally just blared it in my car because I was yep. going for a drive, so it was like loud as fuck, and I just heard that intro, and the guys just yep. talking. He's like, in five, four, three, two, one. And I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking it, boys. Yep. Dude, that's, <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. The dope ass part about Flatbush is like, they just implement so many fucking instruments into their songs, yep. dude. Like, Eric. You have to say, Eric is untouchable, dude. Untouchable, dude. There, there are very few producers in the game that can do what Eric yeah. R. Elliott does. One of one of the goats, dude. I don't care if he's still in it. One of the goats. Facts. And, and what's so cool about Eric is like we've seen him, like especially for me because I listen I listen to the music more than like the lyrics, so to say. Right. So, I, like we we've gotten to like seen him as a producer and as a rapper grow so much, and man, he's just gotten so good, and it's fucking awesome. Dude, and when it comes to bars too, dude, yeah. like there are very few that could keep was, up with Eric. We were just talking. Exactly. We were just talking about it before this episode started. We were talking about the new Flatbush song that dropped, Monica, and like, dude, that the beat in that song was just like, I was like, dude, I don't even know like what's going on right now, but it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. <laughs> didn't also, they, yeah. they also have like a section with the voicemails too from the fans. Yeah, that was favorite cool. rap song. Yeah, yeah. The, the best voicemail. It's just eh, <laughs> fuck the Flatbush song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking zooted right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so many of those are good. Dude, yeah, like, they just so many some... times, like I've just been sitting there, just like my head, like halfway asleep, just like resting on my shoulder, just listening to that because I'm not even changing it. I'm just like Jesus. <laughs> there aren't many groups that could drop a 13 minute track and have me listen to it all the way through every single Same. time. Same. Same. I listen to those last seven minutes every time, even though it's not even music. It's yeah. just literally people's voicemails that I've heard a hundred times, and I'll listen to it a hundred times more. It's yep. just so funny. It's just so dope. Oh, dude, the the bars in that song, man. Like they they stepped up to the plate for that song. Oh, they yeah. oh, yeah. they like said like, yo, for the for the final gift wrap on this album, our first debut album, like let's fucking go hard. And it's just like it's literally two minutes, two minutes of Juice, two minutes of Eric, and two minutes of Meech, yep. just all doing their thing. It's so fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Pelly, number nine, baby. All right, number nine for me is Jesus by Mr. Kanye West. Kanye himself. I uh, I mean I mean, what can you say about this album, dude? I mean, literally push push the sonic sound barriers of its time. Okay, it came out in 2013, and at that time, that was such a popular popularized time of music. 
uh, a lot of pop radio to like took over everything, and and Gay came out with Yeezus, like the most hard, raunchy, like mainstream hip hop track or album you've ever heard of. And man, you know what? It gets better every time. I feel like you were the one that said, like, Yeezus hasn't even been good yet. Like, wait till 2025 when everybody sounds like what Yeezus currently Dude, sounds that's like. That's facts. You know? And that's then we're going to really appreciate Yeezus. That's facts. Hell yeah. Exactly. I, I will say, on that album, Bound to the last song, that's in my top three songs of this decade for sure. Ooh. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't like the whole album, though. But Dude. that song is just unreal. I fucking love that song. I want to fuck you hard on the sink. <laughs> After that, give you something to drink. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and, I mean, on site, new slaves, hold my liquor, I'm in it, blood on the leaves, get out of here. Dude, I, so yeah, many classics. I was going to say, dude, that, I remember when that album came out, I loved it. I feel like a lot of people didn't like it. I was like, you guys didn't like it? I thought that shit was dope as fuck. Dude, yeah. anything Kanye touches, it just seems like it turns into gold. <laughs> like, uh, that's one of my favorites ever, man. Any, anytime anybody brings up Kanye, you're going to get my ears perked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, how you... Yeah, but- What's crazy is the fact that, that that was the second best album dropped on that day in history. And I'll tell you about the other one soon here. Wow, how about that? Nice little, yeah, nice little teaser for the folks. Wow, how about that? <laughs> Brent, you got number nine? Number nine, I have Taboo by Denzel Curry. Ooh. It came out in 2018. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. That album was just uh, hard. And I just it was. It was I was gonna do another Denzel album like Imperial, which is definitely an honorable mention. Uh, I don't know what the one that came up before that, but yeah, Taboo. It's nostalgia 64, Nostalgic 64. Yeah, yeah. that shit fire. was fire, super fire. I was about to put one of those two out there too, but I was like, nah, I gotta do Taboo. It's like the newer one, I don't know, maybe not a lot of people's like it, but the features on it, just like everything on that was just so dope. Denzel just always kills it. I fucking love Denzel. Dude, I, my bad, go ahead. His uh, early mixtapes were just Oh, so unreal. good, like, those, so good. Those are right in that group too. Those are probably definitely my honorable mentions. Oh, absolutely. Dude, Denzel is another one where anything he touches turns into gold, man. Denzel has never, never fucking done bad on a track. Every time you see a Denzel Curry feature, you know that song is going to be a fucking heater. Facts. Have you guys ever seen his Bulls on a Parade cover? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So I, I fucking sick, dude. He was, like, pumped up for that. Oh, yeah, dude. A lot of blow was produced <laughs> in the making of that video, but, oh, my God. If you haven't seen Denzel Curry's Bulls on a Parade cover by Reptilia, I believe... Go check it out. If you want to see some dude that can give you some of the best bars and some of the best flow in the game, and then just give you some screamo music, <laughs> run it down a bat! <laughs> so sick. It's so sick, dude. That was a nice pull right there. Hell yeah. I was hoping somebody would throw Denzel in here. Love Denzel. Gary, number nine? Slim nine? Um, Badass by Joey. Badass. fifteen. Before the Money? Before the Money. Yo, that's a great fucking album. Jesus View. Jesus View. Love that song. Christ conscious, like, there's so many good pulls from that album. That's just like, I don't know, it's a real thinker. Like, Joey went real deep with that album, I feel like, and there was, there was a lot behind that. And I, I don't know, I love that. Album. Joey Badass is fucking next level. Yeah. He is one of the best in the game. Yeah. has been for a while. Yeah. I got one of his on my list, too. Yeah. I mean, you fucking, I mean, uh, you have to. If not, definitely Audible Mentions. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So good. For me, that that album's better for me personally than uh than his most recent one, uh, All American Badass. Even though they're both great, I just uh, for me I always like that like deeper side of the artist. Yeah. 
and before the money struck that with me man and there's so many just great songs you can just sit back and just like yeah like you said like think to on that album you know yeah definitely dude i i was that's another one i was kind of hoping somebody would throw in there yeah. because i know all of us like that album oh, it was yeah. just like i don't know didn't crack my top 10 but you know you've actually heard the money really you've heard songs off i've heard, yeah. I've heard songs but definitely never, like, listen through, listen through. through. it'll clear your head out so. Anybody listening at home, any one of these top ten albums, I'm sure, is definitely worth a listen through if you haven't. Before. Oh yeah, like these are, you know, top of the decade for us. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like when it, when I thought about my list, it was like, what albums had the most replay value to me, and what album could I just hit the first song and let it play through? Mm-hmm. And that's that's based. Those are the ones that made my list. Yeah, like, same. I don't know. It was just, and the, even the honorable mentions, I can do that. But these are the ones where it was just like, dude, like. Front to back, every single song is so fucking amazing. Yeah. Which brings me to my number eight, Malibu, Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. One of the grooviest dudes in the game. Any single time Pack hops on a track, dude, it's unreal. It's golden. Yeah, dude. Like he's been a little quiet lately. He dropped. Uh, what was that album called? Oxy. Oh, Ventura. Ventura. He dropped Ventura about six months ago, and that album was all right. It was. It was like a love album. I felt like yeah. it was all like, and that's kind of Pack shtick. But Malibu, dude, front to back, baby. You start off with the bird, and it's so quiet, or so slow, just so smooth. It's just so good, dude. What else does he got on there? Heart Don't Stand a Chance. The Waters. Uh, the Waters. Fucking uh, Room in here carry featuring me. the game. Carry Me. Season, season Carry Me, yeah, yeah. So awesome, dude. That And shout out Michael Cuevas and Dustin Plock for putting me on to Anderson Pack because I was sleeping, dude, and... It, it was Dustin Plock originally. He's like, dude, if you because Brockhampton was kind of blowing up at the time. Just about to say, Brockhampton gets some honorable mention from me because I didn't put any of their albums on. But Brockhampton, Saturation One for me gets the honorable mention. That's the best one. IMO. Yeah, no, dude, Brockhampton gets slept on too. But like, I don't know. We we were talking about Brockhampton. He's like, dude, if you haven't heard Anderson Pack, give that dude a chance. And honestly, the first time I heard Malibu, I I knew. I was like, this this is fucking perfect. Like that's just my that's my kind of music, man. Like, I don't need to be headbanging at all times. I like to just chill out sometimes, yeah. too. But just like how you said, when you see Denzel on a feature, you know it's going to be, like, pretty much a fucking hate. When you see Anderson Pack, you know, you're about to be bobbing your fucking head just going, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> this is about to be fucking smooth as hell. Anderson Pack's so sick, dude. He's, he's like, one of the easiest guys to root for in the game right now. <laughs> And, like, I don't know, I just watched his uh, performance of RMP with uh, Corday. Mm. That was their first time doing it live. That was cool. So cool. cool. Yeah. He's wearing all Gucci, and <laughs> him and Corday are just doing their thing. Like, they were so happy up on that stage. It's so cool, dude. One of my favorites to root for. What you got? Number nine, number eight. My number bad. eight. Actually, Anderson Pack appears on this album. It's the newest album, Born to Rap by the Game. Nice. I love it because it's his last album before he apparently retires. I don't know. But every uh, every song on this album, he's spitting bars. He's trying to prove a point that he can rhyme, and he's kind of trying to like ma- mesh newer rap with older rap. And it's I like every every song on it. It's nice. beautiful to me. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Like Pelly said, I don't know. I feel like the game's just he's too invested to just leave. He's not yeah, gonna turn his back on it. I agree. But probably his last studio album. He'll probably still hop on tracks. Yeah, yeah. have features and shit. Yeah. Pelly number eight. Uh, I love. I was thinking about putting more rap as an honorable mention. That's a great one too. Uh, just came out too, which you know barely made the cut, so that's dope. But uh, my number eight is, is crazy. My number eight is Malibu by Anderson Pack. Wow, how about that? It's, that's weird. That's crazy. And Are you just sitting there the whole time, just like, oh, you fucking stole my album. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> bite my tongue over here. You know, 
<laughs> but, uh, dude, I, I mean, I, I'm just going to echo everything that Jerk has said and then just kind of, like, make a point. I mean, my when you guys, you guys were just talking about what you guys were thinking about when you guys were putting together this list, for me, I'm thinking about sounds or albums that when they came out, they they pushed the sound that was currently popular at that time. And Yeezus did that, and Anderson Pack absolutely did that. This is a beautiful, beautiful match of, like, hip-hop infusion, of jazz infusion, of funk infusion, of pop infusion, man. Like, this is everything I want in an album. Everything I want in an album, period. And Anderson Pack gave it to me. I love that. I love that top to bottom, like you said. Not a bad track. Oh, man, just love it. Absolutely love it. Dude, I... They're, like... That's the thing. If you're going on a long drive, and you can literally just turn on Malibu. Like, if you're going down to Bloomington, turn on Malibu. You'll be there by the time it's over. And it'll feel like it took 15 minutes just for how fucking awesome that album is. Oh, so good. One of my favorites. Brent, number eight. Number eight was uh, one of your honorable mentions. I, at least I think it's the same one. They all fucking sound the same, so I might have misheard you when you said it, but it's Long Live ASAP by Rocky, the yep. 2013 one. Yep. Such a good album, dude. That intro awesome. song with the, the storms going on or whatever, yeah. and then like that one little sound comes yeah. in, and then it just goes off. I probably... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Such a... Oh. Uh, the intros, man, they always get me. Dude, you I, get me with the good intro. I mean, I guess that's why it's the intro. You get me with the good intro, man. I'm fucking hooked. Like, fuck. <laughs> I love me a good song, or album titled song, and because you know they're gonna come to the, come yeah. to the plate with that and long live asap's one of my favorite asap rocky songs of all time yeah, so dude. sick i thought i'd probably die in prison expensive tasting with me oh he's so he's so good with it so cool so good with it what, what are some other good ones on there phoenix ghetto goldie. symphony one train goldie on that album? goldie was on there this is top to down i mean like, yeah every all these albums are just any song is pretty much a fucking yeah one of the best yeah. fucking love dude, it and at, at long last days have to fucking killer that's another honorable mention for me yeah that's the 2015 one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, LSD and all that. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, that was such a good album, too. Fuck. Yeah. They're both really Love good. That one. Shout out to Rocky. Shout out, Rocky, baby. Gary, number eight. Uh, Oxymoron. Ooh. 2014 by Schoolboy Q. I like it's that just, That's like when I was really, really kind of getting deep into rap and that was like my go-to for so long like i just loved this album forever my number 10 i was really deciding between oxymoron and habits and contradiction they were both like right there for my favorite schoolboy albums i love schoolboy dude dude he's so good he's a good problem to have yeah that's a very good problem to have the guy's just he's unreal he's a genius oh yeah (laughs) break the banks probably my favorite schoolboy q song of all time i fucking love that song man of the year Yo, man oh. of the year, fuck. And what, what's the one with Kendrick on that album? Oh, fuck, is it? Collard Greens is on that album. Collard Greens, yeah. Collard oh, is yeah. it? Damn. Collard Greens. Oh, God. Now we're, just, now we're feeling album. old. Yeah, for real, dude. Such a good album. Such a fun. I don't know if young people listen to this podcast, but if you're like 16 and never heard any of these fucking albums before, give yourself a listen. Get off whatever you're listening to right now just for a little bit. Dude, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, Feel you're free. a treat. <laughs> Seriously. Alright, number seven. I feel like this one might turn some heads, because it probably should be higher. But just personally, number seven, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Obviously, top to bottom, amazing album. There are so many... Like, just something about Kendrick is... Kendrick can really put you in his shoes. Like, the art of peer pressure, man. Everybody... Everybody, everybody, sit your bitch ass down and listen to a motherfucking story. Talk about Kendrick Lamar Rose, crazy bitch, so fucking cool. And like, dude, the coolest part about that song is like he's just talking about how like 
Just the line that stands out. Usually I'm drug free until I'm with the homies. Yeah, we off a pill and Remy Red. Come through and bust your head, cuz he. So cool in the homies. It's so awesome. What else is on there? Backseat Freestyle. Backseat Freestyle was the song that was like, dude. Yeah, it put me on, dude. Kendrick Lamar is real. Yeah, I feel like this album came out, but it was like, dude, this dude's like fucking the goat. Like, if he keeps this shit up, and then he just kept that shit up. Kept that shit up. Money Trees. What was the song with Drake? The song with Drake uh, was fire. Damn. Poetic Justice. Yes. Nice. So fire. I fucking love that album, dude. Front to back. And Swimming Pools, obviously. Yeah. Swimming Pools is the one that put him on the map. And, I mean, even though it's got it got washed down with the radio and just how how overplayed it got, I, that's such a good fucking song. Great song. Whenever it comes on on GTA, you turn up that headset volume. Oh, <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> Shout out to Los Santos Radio. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, number seven. My number seven. I think I probably should have been put it higher, but I'm mad at myself for not. It's My Crazy Life by YG. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, you know, it's did, a good I, fucking I, album. I, did, I was going to ask about that because, you know, you had still Brady Sound. I was going to ask you if you put that one on because that was my favorite of all the YG yeah. albums. I mean, I'm dude, he, he tells a story of the whole album. That's, and then that's a really good album. The Kendrick song, that puts you in Kendrick's shoes. Like that, that. Go listen to that verse by Kendrick. It's crazy. The whole album's worth a listen. It's definitely a West Coast album, though. Oh, yeah. I, I love My Crazy Life, dude. Yeah. My Crazy Life and Still Brazy are fucking gems. Like, obviously, when it, when we're talking about gangster rap, like, it's not going to be... It's just not going to be... have as much substance to it as other rap music, but YG hits it, dude. Like, yep. YG lets you know, like, he, he tells you about his life, and he yeah. tells you what he's seen and what he saw, dude, and he ain't scared to tell it the way it is. That's why YG's, like, one of the coolest dudes in the game yeah, right now. Yeah, facts. Was YG your favorite rapper? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got that old West Coast vibe, like, to oh, his yeah. sound. It's just... It's so dope. He's a 90s rapper in he the is. new age. He really is. And that's the thing. It sucks that he just doesn't get the love he should, because, like... If if YG was around in the '90s, bro, he'd be talked about in the same breath as Pac, Snoop, Dre, all these dudes that yeah. are from the West Coast that really put on the put on the West Coast. Like, but it's just not it's not what's hot right now, and it no, sucks. Yeah. Too. Trap drums is the shit that's hot now. Shouts to Cole. Shouts to Cole. Yup, Pelly number seven. Speaking of shouts to Cole, number seven, Born Sinner, J Cole. Ooh. Wow. As as I was as I was mentioning before, uh, this was the other album that was dropped in the same day as Jesus that was better than Jesus in my opinion. Uh, just just because of what it brought to the table in terms of what you could connect with in the album, such, such a like such an introspective album, and again just another album that you can just sit back and just kind of like think and reflect on. Like I mean, so many great tracks: Land of the Snakes, Voluminati, Forbidden Fruit with K Dot, which is like so fucking fire. Runaway, Chain a Day, oh man, uh, is she gonna pop? Like, oh god, so top to bottom, so many great tracks, and like, dude, this literally defined a period of my life. Like, this album defined a period of my life. So, like, I, 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 I almost left it off, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? This, seems, this, this means too much to me to not put on this list. So yeah, J Cole, Born Center, number seven. Dude, I love Born Center. Like I, like I said before, like 2014 is what put me on to Cole, and then I went back and like really listened to Born Center thoroughly. And shit, dude. Like, Cole's body of work is damn near untouchable. Like, compared to some of these other dudes, like, Cole is Cole is the cream of the crop in the rap game right now. I fucking love Jermaine. I love calling him Jermaine, too. <laughs> Forbidden Fruit, though. I'm glad you brought that up. I love Forbidden Fruit, dude. Me and my bitch. Took yeah, a little kid. <laughs> so fire. Brent, number seven. Uh, my number seven is, um, I know it's going to be on someone else's list, but I'm glad I got to say it first, because... 
you know, that means someone else has to copy me now, so that makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> this album came out in 2018 also, along with Taboo. I believe it came out the same day as Taboo. It is Swimming by Mac Miller. Mm. Ooh, okay. And that is just, I mean, everybody, I mean, what, what is there to say about it? It's literally just one of the best albums of, like, R. ever. Yeah. Like, it's fuck. Like, that is such a good album. Yeah. Like, I don't I'm, there's, I'm speechless about it. I don't know what else to say about it. Just listen to it. Yeah, if you haven't listened to Swimming by Mac Miller, get your fucking head out of your ass. Point blank your fucking again. ass. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you living? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Who the fuck hasn't heard that album? Facts, dude. People who are sleeping. Oh, yeah. God. Meet me outside the bank. <laughs> Be more outside the bank. I'm about that. Big trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what's your number seven, dog? Number seven is Dark Sky Paradise. Yes. By Big Sean. Yes. yes. I uh, that song that. was like... What, that what? song, <laughs> that song. <laughs> Paradise Extended the, When Vickers always spin No, 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 no. <laughs> The one was uh, Oh, what was it? What was The one with Kanye That's that's pro- that's the top three song For Big Sean ever for me Yeah, I'd agree no, I, I'm thinking about a different song Jesus Christ A Drake song again <laughs> But This song was fucking fire in high school Shout out to Vickers again, the second time he's been brought up on this pod, but, uh, like, just those parties and that year of high school was just golden. Dude, for real. So, that's what brought me back, and that album, it deserves it. Yeah, I retweet that. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I love Dark Sky Paradise, dude. From outro, all your fault, one man can change the world. What does he say in outro to end the album? He's like, ah, what about now? Five one five eight seven seven two. Bitch, call me. Yeah. Just put his fucking phone number at the end of his album. Like, you got a problem? Give me a fucking dial, son. But Love it. G status. Yeah, that's G status. And shout out to Big Sean for in eighth grade. I remember the baseball team. Every single person on the Parkside baseball team just running around saying, "I do it. <laughs> I do it, boy, boy." boy. <laughs> well. Brent kind of dry humped me here. Number six, Swimming by Max Let's Miller. Let's go! Uh, right when you, you said 2018, I was like, I think this is the one. And you said it, and I was like, fuck, man. I was going to put it at number six, too, but you know what? I'm glad I put it at number seven, just so I could say it first. <laughs> yeah, dude, like Brent said, I mean, if you haven't heard this album, you better go listen to it, because this is obviously Max's last, last body of work before he passed away. And it's really weird in the sense where... It, it almost he talk, the whole album Dude. he just talks about dying yeah. how he's like Jet how he comes at on peace. all the time at work and all I hear is I got all the time in the world but for now I'm just chilling I'm just like God why do you gotta save man breaks my heart dude every time like when that when that beat switches on self care and it goes into that second half of the song dude that is seriously top tier Mac Miller that shit oh God I'm getting chills just thinking about it dude yeah. I fucking love that album and like like I said it just it the whole time he's just like basically saying like if I die, I'm cool with it. Like, yeah. it, it's whatever. Like, I, I'm just, I, I've done what I've had to do. I'm, mm-hmm. I, you know, it just sucks, man. Ladders is so good. Love Conversation song. part one. What's the use? Hurt feelings. Like, Jet Fuel. Jet Fuel, 2009. <laughs> what do you got to say about this album? Small Worlds. Small Worlds, dude. The, just front to back, dude. And that's the thing. Like, when this came out, I was sleeping because I saw the self care music video. He was buried in a coffin, yeah, I mean, and I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Like, was, he just got out of that breakup with Ariana Grande. Yeah. He was like, what's this man going through? And then he drops that album, and it was like, wow. It dropped the same night as My Crazy Urge. Uh, uh, stay Dangerous. Yeah, Stay Dangerous. Stay dude. Dangerous. And I, I ain't 
<laughs> we listened to Stay Dangerous that Astro World dropped that day too. Those were the four albums that Sickle dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sickle dropped that day too. Sickle, Sickle. I was gonna play a trick oh, on you guys. And Kelly likes to say, and Coffee Bean. <laughs> and coffee bean. I was gonna play a yeah, trick on you guys bean. and say that Sicko Mode was my number one album. Oh, man. <laughs> I was, it was gonna be a mean trick. Oh. It sucks that that song was overplayed because that's such a good song, dude. Sicko Mode is fire. it is a good that's, song. that that song's fucking crazy. Like yeah. honestly, like holy shit, the production of that song is absolutely nuts. Yeah, yeah the ma- unmatched, really. <laughs> shout out to Sicko Mode. Yeah, and shout Sicko. out, shout out Sicko, shout out Mac Miller, dude. Uh, it just one that was gone too soon, man. Uh, but. You can't really talk about our our upbringing of rap, like us, all, us, like our us, age group, exactly. Just without bringing up Mac Miller from kids to best day, Dude, that's best day ever. We, like, the, we saw him evolve, like as like a frat boy music art, like maker with kids and Macadelic and all this shit. Then yep. he goes to like the Divine Feminine and all this shit. And now he's in fucking swimming. And I was just like, the evo- the. Evolution. evolution of music throughout like his career is just fucking insane it's beautiful dude it really is i'm, I'm getting teary i just thinking he, about he it he started out yeah as like the party boy yeah like, he started out making party music donald for the frat trump. kids like donald yeah. trump yeah yeah dude like, that's party on fifth Ave. Yep, yeah. exactly now he's got to all this shit about just you know self-care and all this all this yeah. spiritual and yeah mind body and spirit man yep. that's what mac miller was about when he passed and it just, it sucks, man. One that was gone too soon. R.I.P. Mac. Literally felt like one of the homies dying. Dude, that was the weirdest notification of all time. Yeah. Was just seeing, like, breaking news. Mac Miller passed away at the age of 26. It was like, what? I remember I was at, me and AP were at work. We were just chilling, and, like, Liam texted me, and, like, I looked it up, and I was just like, I looked at AP and showed him, me and him just, like, looked at each other. We just, like, started crying. Like, we were just yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? No way. Terrible, dude. One of, the, like, the weirdest things to ever happen, just because it was like, dude, like, he just dropped swimming, and it, it was, was like, month, like a month ago, before a month before he dropped it. Literally a month, like it might have even been like three weeks. Yeah, and it was like we were all fucking buzzing about it. Like every time we were chilling here, it was what we were playing, swimming. Yep. And then, it sucks, man. Yep. It really sucks. But let's let's just keep rolling with this list. We're about halfway done. Steph, number six. Uh, I have another like deeper album. It's K.O.D. So many different meanings to that album. I love that album. I can listen to that anytime, any track. Just, it's a must listen. K- I love J. Cole, man. I love J. Cole, too. Jermaine. Cole. <laughs> Whenever you say that, I remember I saw one of these. It was like a meme. It was like, what's J. Cole's real name? And then, like, for J. Cole, it was like jalapeno coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started dying. I was like, oh, that's good. That's too fucking that's good. good. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I'm glad somebody brought up this album, too, because, like, front to back, this is a fucking work of Yo. art. Like, J. Cole's really, like, t- letting you know what he went through as, like, a dude our age. Like, once an addict, just talking about how, like, oh, all I want to do is kill the man that made my mama cry. All I want to do mm-hmm. is touch a platinum plaque and celebrate. So fire, dude. Like, actually, I don't think that's once an addict. That might have been, uh, Friends, maybe? I don't know. Either way, I got the songs mixed up. Front to back, great album. Top to bottom. K.O.D., the fact that he opened with that track, yeah. it was just so yeah. sick. Window Pane, too. Window Pane's fire. That that's, that's what you were talking about, Jake. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Foyer. Man, foyer. <laughs> Super mad foyer. <laughs> Pally, number six. I'm glad you brought up K.O.D. That's an honorable mention of mine. Uh, it was tough, tough not putting that on my top ten. Uh, but... Dude, number six, same as you, Jerk, is swimming. Mac Miller. Jeez, Pelly. I'm glad I beat both uh, of you guys, too. I know, right? It's kind of fucking crazy right now, but... You I got mean, good I taste. Mean, what else can I say that hasn't already been said? Uh, I mean, this dude's an absolute legend. Uh, fucking so sad that he that he passed away when he did, especially after this masterpiece came out. I mean, you could 
like you guys said, the evolution was crazy just from early Mac to this and just seeing how good this product was. It was just so encouraging about like, man, like what, what can we hear from Mac next? Like he's just getting better and better, which is why it just makes it even more heartbreaking uh, that he passed away. Uh, Hurt Feelings though, one of my favorite tracks like ever. I fucking love that track. When when that bass hit and like that just, that just hits me on a different level, for real. Dude, I love that song. I'd be going through it. You just go around it. Oh, so good, so good, bro. And then I mean, I, I mean, just like him, you know, his whole discography, Good AM, you know, like you guys said, uh, Click Frozen Pizza, and even watching the Sound Off, which also came out the same day as Born Sinner and Jesus. So Holy I mean, shit! Just, wow. What, what a day. day. What a day in music. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, R.I.P. Mac, fucking legend. Miss you, love you, appreciate you. Hope you listen to this, Mac, because we love you a lot. Of course. What are we on, number six? Number six, baby. Number six. I got an album came that came out in 2012 called 1999 Ooh. by Joseph Badass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck. I mean, I, there's just there's nothing you can say about any of these albums. And like the top six that they just, just basically just fucking listen to every song and just listen to the fucking album because they're all really fucking good. Yep. Like, I don't know what else to say about any of these albums anymore. They're just, you just need to listen to these people. Like, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's it's the early work of, of Joseph before the money is really fucking good. And we get features from Capital Steez and all these other pro era people. And it's just, it's a work of art. It's like the Beast Coast and like the Dreamville album, but it came out like seven years ago. So it's like dope as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that's dope. I, I fucking love that album too. I'm, I'm glad, that's another one. I'm glad somebody put it on there yeah. just because it just didn't make my list. And it, it, obviously it crossed your mind, but it's just yeah. like, ah. That's not, I was also glad everybody put, uh, or you put All American Badass and then whoever else put, Gary put before the money. I like, yeah. I like both those. I was like, I'm glad that we got like all of like, Joey's artwork. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. If if you learn anything from this podcast, listen to Joey Badass. <laughs> that's that's his whole that's basically his body of work right there. Literally. And within three different dudes. It, it, the dude's got talent. The dude's one of the best in the game. Not much else needs to be said, like you said. Gary, number six, baby. Drugs by the Flatbush Zombies. Hooey! Just top to bottom, that's the one. Like you said, like something you can just press play on the intro and just sit there and preferably take a tab of acid that's up to me <laughs> but you don't have to do that <laughs> it'd be great either way i just like to enhance my experience you know a little bit al bundy not a long time but like back in the day though that was the shit oh yeah oh my god it was just flatbush for like straight eight hours just Doing your thing, Flatbush yep. all day, every day. <laughs> Flatbush all yeah, day, every yeah, day. Yeah, that too, honestly, because you know this whole album. Like, I mean, Mary, nothing above the Al Bundy's my personal favorite. I fuck, that's like top three Flatbush songs for me. Al fuck Bundy, yeah. I love that song. Uh, Face Off, Friday, Oof, Devil and Us, Chuch, like everything. I love that mixtape. Dude's a Flatbush. Ahead of their time. Yeah. Wasn't didn't Drugs only have like two or three songs with Eric on it though? Yeah. That was kind of wack. That was yeah. before Eric was there, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, well, so, like, he was making the beats. Every, yeah, everything was produced by Eric Arkell. Exactly. Or whatever. I remember seeing that like in every single song on the mix. No, tape. there's there's a lot on here actually. Really? Well, they all, they're all produced by him. I no, know. it says featuring oh. Eric Arkell on one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's more than I thought, too, honestly. I mean, out of 16, that's a big mixtape, though. Yeah, yeah no, that's a fucking fire mixtape. He was in on it. You could tell. It's about it a third fucking... of it, so. Yeah. 
No, yeah, we'll take that. I'm glad you threw that in there, yeah, too. Absolutely. Definitely an honorable mention. Like yep. I said, every Flatbush Project honorable mention for me. Yeah. Love those guys. Number five for me, I don't even have to look at my phone because for the top five, it was so nitty gritty. And this one just, this is one that I'll hold near and dear to my heart. I'm going to show my kids this album and they are going to love it. Man on the Moon 2, Legend of Mr. Rager, Kid uh, Cudi. God, dude. As soon as you said you were going to show your kids that album, I had a fig. I knew exactly what it was. And I mean, fuck, it's, it's yeah. Dude, I, I will, like, every single time I hear any song, I just see myself in the front seat of Bender's Yaris. Just <laughs> blaring that album front to back, nonstop. It was embedded in my head for a year straight. But, like, going back and listening to it now, dude... It, it just, oh, it's so fucking awesome. Like, what else? What do we got on there? Don't play this song, oh Mr. Rager. Mojo's so me. dope. Erase me, dude. Erase uh, me was the shit back in the day. I remember looking that up on my computer like oh four my, or five hey, times yeah. a day and just <laughs> playing it through my computer speakers downstairs. Like, that shit was just, that was awesome. Revo Fev, fucking Man. marijuana, dude. Like, just all along. All, all around. All around. We aight. We we, we, I, I. <laughs> One of the best interludes of all time, dude. I love that. We, album. we, I. Dude, seriously, I. Mr. Rager's. Oh, Mr. M- maybe my number one song of the decade. Dude, yeah. honestly, I could, I could, I could get down with that, Gary. It's up there. I love you. I love, love you, Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi. I love you so much. <laughs> like, that, that album is the cream of the crop when it comes to Cudi, dude. Front to back, like. Seriously, if you have not heard these albums, do yourself a favor. Because I'm getting just worked up thinking about it. I know. I just want to listen to all of it at once. I know. That's what (laughs) I'm saying, dude. I can't even say enough about Kid Cutter. I I love Cuddy so much. Stefan, number five. We're going to have to get our kids together because mine is also the same album, man. It throws me back. I love that album top to bottom. Every single song. Back to back, you got to listen to it if you haven't heard it. Yeah, facts. That's also, facts. Man on the Moon 1 listened to, but it came mm-hmm. out in 2009, so we couldn't put it on here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little side note. Yeah. Pelly, number five? Uh, number five, I already even mentioned uh, Good Kid Mad City, K-Dot. Ooh, okay. Uh, I mean, shit. What, I mean, it's hard It's hard to say anything that wasn't already said. Is Again, it's just it's so good top to bottom. I mean, lyrically, conceptually, uh, sonically, so fucking good. The Dr. Dre link up after Section 80 was fucking perfect. Couldn't have been better. Uh, I mean, Money Trees, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, Poetic Justice, you guys already said some of them. But I mean, just the story of it, man. If you're listening to the album, if you can get to the, con- the concept of it and like really piece yourself into that and become the listener from that perspective, this album is completely different ballpark man just something that like hip-hop needed especially for the time that it came out and man Kendrick Lamar just every project he puts out just pushes the bar yup facts dude it's it's Kendrick Kendrick's in a league of his own when it comes to uh, it's him and Cole really but whenever Kendrick drops like Kendrick takes over like that's just the way it is Kendrick Kendrick's moves the needle baby Kendrick knows what he's doing Brent, number five. Uh, we can get on to Gary, because number five was Good Kid Mad City for me as well. No shit. <laughs> Damn, he swagger-jacked you yeah. right before you swagger-jacked him, dog. What? I think it's going to be a lot of swagger-jacking. Oh, well, swagger-jacking from here on out. five, yeah. yeah. It's going to be back and forth. Yeah. Gary? For this, number five is Malibu by Anderson Pack. Mm. Mr. Pack! That's another one. You can just press Got play, five. and whatever happens, you're going to be happy. So. That's... What's your favorite song off that album? 
gotta look at it now real quick. Which one has drugs? Is that on a different album or is that Malibu? It, uh, Malibu it doesn't have drugs on it. Which one is that? I want to say the 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 Oxnard. No, it's no, not Oxnard. Oxnard. It's no. before Malibu Banner. Maybe it's the one with No Worries. Suede. No, it's like the No Worries uh, mix-up. Um, it has Suede on it. The, it's the same tape with Suede on it. I can't think of it. I can't, I can't think, of, think of it either. I'm pretty stumped. You threw me a curveball on a, a low count. <laughs> it's, it's something like Malibu. It's named something like Malibu. Tito's? <laughs> Venice? Ven Venice? It might something. be Venice. Ooh. I think it might be Venice. Yeah, that sounds right. We're running yeah. with it. Venice, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, that's definitely either uh, Season slash Karen, whatever yep. you want to call that song, or The Dreamer. And The Dreamer got me on to Anderson Pack, and that's why I love that song so much, because I heard that song. And I think I uh, shazammed it, you know, the app. Yeah. I think at one point I shazammed it and I fucking found that. Hooked you. He's just so good. I absolutely love The Dreamer. Like, yeah. that that one is sick as fuck. Just a perfect way to end that album, too. It's just a masterpiece. So sick, dude. I love Anderson Pack and uh, that album is a piece of art. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, fuck I need to listen to all these albums tonight. I'll probably be up to like 5.30 listening to music now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Dude, I'm already in that mood now. Yeah, I know. Same here. I'm pretty much in the same boat. But we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Number four, The Life of Pablo, Kanye Ooh. West. Wow. I'm expecting yes. that coming soon. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to throw it on there. I'm glad I could be the first one. Wow. What is there to say about this album? You take out Low Lights, Silver Surfer Intermission, there's not a single skip on this album, realistically. From Ultralight Beams, Father Stretch My Hands, Part 1 and 2, Highlights, Feedback, Top to Bottom, dude. Wolves, Waves, Real Friends, dude. This is seriously one of the 30 kind. hours? 30 hours. Oh. Skirt, 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 like a private school for women. That is the best line of all time. Yeah. <laughs> that, I laugh out loud every time I hear that. I'm like, to the day I die. Like, yeah. it's just, it's hilarious. Dude, seriously. I don't know why, like, it's just... I love how in like the outro, like like he's just random, he's just talking, and then he's like, you hear an iPhone ring, phone start ringing, he's like, that's Gabe calling. <laughs> that's it. It's like that's Gabe calling. That's it. That's it. It's so weird. Like you just do that on your song, and just be like, oh, that's Gary calling. <laughs> Seriously, and you dude. Just keep rapping. But the reason this one just, the reason this one did it for me was because he basically premiered it during his fashion show. And I remember watching that awful fashion show, listening to this album, and I was just like, dude, it was like, I was so unexcited for this album. I couldn't have been less excited. <laughs> Me and Tom came over to my house, and we were just watching it together, and every time, like, we just look at each other after a song, Tom's like, I'm not feeling that. I'm like, dude, same. And then literally after it came out, like, we were texting each other like, dude, this is fucking sick. <laughs> my favorite part of that album, oh, I didn't even bring up FML, dude. I fucking love that song so fucking much. But famous, dude. The the like the sample. Bum 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 bum. But it's so sure. sick, bam, dude. Bam bam, classic sample. Yup, I fucking love it, I dude. I still I still listen to No More Parties in LA like five times a week, dude. Like, for some reason, that song like I just have to hear. It. Like I, I'm just thinking I'm looking at my music app and I'm just like No More Parties in LA. Like I, there's something about that song that gets me going, dude. That's such a funky beat, and, like. I just love how Kanye just starts off, hey baby, you forgot your Ray Bans. Yeah. My sheet's still orange for me, spray Like, he's tan. still, like, just kind of throwing shade throughout the whole song. Yeah, like, dude. It, and then Kendrick just comes in and fucking yeah. murders it. Yeah. For, like, two minutes straight. He's just going hard. And it's like, dude, 
Like, this beat sounds like you can't rap over it, but Kendrick literally just, like, went on beat with the weirdest beat I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so awesome. I love that song. But, yeah. One of my favorite Yay projects, no questions asked. But the thing is, it's literally probably, like, number four for me. Yeah. Because how awesome Kanye is. But I'm not going to suck his dick the rest of the episode. <laughs> Go ahead, Steph. Number, number four. four has already been mentioned. It's Good Kid, Mad City. It just, there's not much more to say about it. It's a great album. It's a great classic. album. Yeah, classic. Back. Yeah, Facts. classic for sure. Facts. Pelly, number four. Number four, also been mentioned, Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Mr. Rager. Woo-wee! I mean, like you guys said, I'm going to show that show that shit to my kids. It, uh, that's all That's all I had in my car when I was driving around for the longest time. Man on the Moon 2. I mean, just brings me back so many, so many different high school memories on so many different tracks for that, throughout the whole album. It's just like, man, so much nostalgia, so much good content. Also, yeah, uh, you guys are going through the songs. You didn't mention Ash and Cushion. Oh, oh, oh such a good song. Oh. Fuck. Ash, such a and good song. Th- I love that song because if you guys if you guys can kind of put yourself back in those times, like people were pissed at Cuddy because he was going sing-songy and doing the whole like hummy Cuddy type of thing. Right. And like before that, he had been rapping. Ash and Cushion was the rap song on that track that was like, yeah, suck my dick, I can still do this shit. And it was like, man, so fucking good. Love that. And the end, too, one of my favorite tracks ever. Oh, yeah. Love that shit. Like, yeah. seriously, like, top top album of all time. One of that, like, absolutely, hands down. I absolutely love that album. If we would have did top ten albums all time, The Legend of Mr. Rager makes my top ten. Easy. Same. Easy. Same. That's just no questions asked for yeah. me. Same. Absolutely love that album, front to back. Brent, number four, baby. Number four, I got... Kind of Kirk, I mean, not really a curveball. I feel like not a lot of you guys thought about this stuff. Maybe you guys, none of you guys probably thought about this, honestly. Maybe I'm kind of being an asshole. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot it was called for a second. <laughs> How embarrassing. All right. Um, Clockwork Indigo. Ooh. The EP by The Underachievers and Flatbush Zombies. It's only five songs long, but when that shit dropped, I just, I lost my shit. Just like listed all five of those songs. The fucking first one, Butterfly Effect. It was odd. Oh, that song is so good. It's like eight minutes song. Just like the last three minutes of that song. It's like just, it's just the fucking actual, there's like no words or anything. It's just like the actual song. And it's just such a peaceful beat. I don't know if Eric made it or not. I feel like he might have sampled something. I don't know. Either way, great fucking EP. Listen to all five of those songs. They're all fucking insane. So good. I, I could listen to that. Those five songs for the rest of my life. I could promise you, you have 20 minutes to listen to this mixtape. Yeah. Because it is fucking perfect. Yeah. It's, so good. It's hard to swing and miss out on five songs, but they fucking didn't. They hit all five <laughs> out of the park. Flatbush and the Underachievers go together like peanut butter and jelly, my guy. I fucking guy. love those guys. Love those love guys. Love the Beast Coast movement. Love those two the most. Yep. Love love that music. Yeah. That's that's that shit, dude. Gary? Quick honorable mention for uh, Issa Gold from the Underachievers is Conversations with a Butterfly. I love so that good, song. Dude. I mean, so I keep good. saying that. Mixtape. I love that out. Mixtape. Jesus Same Christ. Shit. <laughs> it was like eight songs, and I don't know. I just loved it's it. It's super good. It was good. like A Queen and I, um, Pace, Musical Chairs. Pace Diaz. Yeah. Uh, Lions Can't Fly. Yeah. Such a good song. I, I love that. That's, a, that's another tricky one. It'll get you going. All right. My next one was... Um, I also forgot the name real quick. Dude. I was so excited. Mine too, Gary. I forgot the name of mine. I was thinking of my number three, and I was like, fuck, what was it? I was thinking of my number four. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, oh, no, no, I remembered it. That's uh, Days Before Rodeo. Ooh. Travis Scott. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that in Audible Mention, but I wanted everybody to get through their top five first because yeah. I didn't want to spoil it for anybody else yet because that is such a good mixtape. Yeah, this one just popped into my head. Like, I was searching around for some of these other ones, but this one, like, this is another one, like, these 
this mixtape and like a couple of those Drake albums and Flatbush and fucking <laughs> out of the decade like Jay-Z and those, some of those guys were just like you can I just listened the shit out of these albums oh like, yeah dude just so good and that was one of them days before rodeo like that it got me so pumped up we we're I think we we're like sophomores some of the songs just got me so pumped up and then some of them were just so chill I loved it always in rotation on the burn rides yeah always yeah you can't help it that's just the way it was sorry sorry not sorry <laughs> <laughs> we all stuck our tongues out at the same time. <laughs> all right, number three. I'm so glad this one has not been said yet. The top trace. The top trace. Yeah, this is big time right here. These, these are. This is like. This is MJ Lebron and whoever your number three is. This is something you got to tell your grandkids to show their grandkids. Exactly. And that for me, number three, Vacation in Hell, Flatbush Zombies. Absolutely beautiful album. It starts off with Hello, and it's the hardest song I've ever heard. Goes into Chunky, and then, dude, just front to back. There is not a single bad song on this album. I remember every single one of us on this podcast was so excited waiting for this album because the latest Odyssey dropped our senior year, which was 2016. We waited two years for a Flatbush album. It was 18 songs, an hour and like 15 minutes. And goddamn, dude, Big Shrimp, you and I, S. Courtney, one of the best tracks of all time. What else was on there, dude? Fuck, dude, I don't Big even know. Shrimp. The Glory. The Glory, Headstone. Head- Headstone's the one of the best rap songs I of all time. Say, Headstone could definitely easily be number one for the decade. Yeah, dude, seriously. Like, so, just the, the amount of fucking, what's the word I'm looking references, for? References. References. Shout outs, basically. It just... I listen to it every time and I find a new one. Oh, yeah, dude. It's to crazy. Day, like, I literally have to go to Genius and just, like, read every single word so I can figure out every fucking reference for that song someday. Dude, Eric's verse in that song, everything he says, everything Eric says in his verse is an album or a song. Literally everything. The words you think are filler words are just, they're just shout-outs to, like, a different, like, filler word that someone else used back in the day or exactly, something like that. Exactly, bro. It, that, that song, when they dropped that as a single, I heard it. I was like, dude, this song goes hard as fuck. And then the one, uh, when Juice said, super duper fly, Juicy keep them hypnotized, I was like, wait a second. Then he said, my name is Juice, America's most. Ain't no half step to see you at the crossroads. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. Is this whole song yeah, just dude. like when paying you, homage to the to the goats? When you when I made that realization too, and like I listened to it back, and I realized that like Nietzsche and Eric and Juice were all doing it the whole song. I was just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I was like, no chance. My favorite part of the song is when Meech during Meech's verse when he brings in the Jesus walks little boom, oh, boom, 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 boom. So sick, dude. Oh man, I absolutely love that album. We've set, we've mentioned Flatbush numerous times already today, but. This, this one takes the cake for me, dude. The only thing I had to say also is that AP, he showed me like a snipper like, that someone had from like a Flatbush Instagram story post or something like that, and it was Headstone, but it was movie references instead. And like the beat was hard as fuck, and like the few movie lines I heard, one was like, like about Top Gun or something like that. Something fucking fire. They better drop that shit soon. That'll be sick. <laughs> That'll be fucking sick. Wow. Stefan, number three. Mine is Swimming by Mac Miller. Wow. Very. It's an album that I felt connected to. It was just a great album when it dropped. Still listen to it. Listen to it till I die. So good. R.I.P. Mac. R.I.P. Mac, man. Wish he was here, man. Yeah, we all went in depth on that one. It was just yeah. untouchable. Yeah. No, I seriously. Get, I don't want to get sad again. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Pally, number three, brother. Uh, my number three, already been mentioned too, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Ooh. Uh, I, I decided to put up my top three just because, I don't know, it's fucking classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... 
so many so many good tracks as, as you mentioned before apparently fucking crazy good so many bars uh fire squad so many bars january 28th so in-depth and introspective uh oh three adolescence introspective tale of two cities just on point such a fucking banger i mean like top to bottom so many good songs love yours i mean literally doesn't get better than this for cole this was what put him on the map this is what it's like brought him to the level that he's at now i mean this and for a reason too this shit is fucking timeless fucking classic and honestly one that i mean besides maybe uh what's the song where he's talking about banging the bitch in the in class wet dreams wet dreams yeah maybe i don't show my kids that one but That's good. That's a, that's a nice pull right there. Yeah, dude. What can you say about 2014 Forest Hills Drive? I feel like that was in all of our rotations at one point. Just like some of the songs oh, at yeah. least. Like, dude, just so awesome. Definitely an honorable mention for me. That one just got overplayed. Around, I mean, I guess around me too much. Right. I don't know. But I loved it when it came out. Oh, yeah, dude. And definitely. I, I won't. I'm not hating on it by any means. But just in my mind, I heard it a little too much. Oh, yeah, definitely. That can that happens, dog. <laughs> but I'll love it now. That, oh, yeah. I just need some time off, and then I'll see it in the like album's way down there. I'm like, hey, now. Hey, now. Here we I go. I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> Brett? That's, that's, that's kind of like the fat. Sorry, but sorry. One no, more yeah, no, you're good. That's kind of like the fallacy of albums that are so fucking good like this because they're so good and like everybody recognizes it, so it's impossible to not go anywhere in here because yeah. they're so fucking good. I was gonna say having your music played a lot isn't you know you probably probably good problem to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's facts. <laughs> Absolutely. Brent, number three. Uh, number three is um, kind of based off the last thing I'd said of the uh, Clockwork Indigo EP. It's Evermore: The Art of Duality by The Underachievers. Nice. Ooh, um, I was hoping. I was hoping you would. There's just it, I just have like a really good connection. Like I don't know, just that album was just you know it was just a connection with that album at the time, and it was just every song like. They have, like, the first, like, half of the album is just, like, them just, like, spinning some, like, real shit about, like, just anything that they're talking about. And, like, it goes, like, into bangers and just fucking going off. Then it goes back into some real shit that makes you think again. And it was just, like, I don't know. Like, one of the lines is spitting lyrical but still making bangers and move the crowd. And I was like, hell yeah, that's literally what this album is. Like, yeah. they're spitting fucking bars. They know what they're talking about. And it was just the beats in that album I don't just everything about that album I fucking love like I can go on about it I, yeah dude I, I love that shit I, it's the CD I have in my car right now like currently playing and I just whenever I don't feel like putting my phone on the aux I just listen to that album all the way through and I can just get down to that shit all the time <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pull as well Gary number three number three is For Your Eyes Only oh by Jalapeno Coleslaw <laughs> uh, the man himself that, that was, that was just, yeah. That that's what I was gonna say about it. That was another big thinker album. Oh yeah. If you really listen, sit down and listen to it, and really get what he's getting at, and trying to get to his listeners, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Like you, you you feel it when you listen to that album. Definitely. You know? The whole concept of that album is basically talking from his friend's perspective who passed away, correct? And just basically passing on his story to his daughter. Yeah. And that's one of the coolest things that I've ever seen done with an album. Yeah. And, like, even songs where he literally has a song called Folding Clothes. All he t- in the chorus, I want to fold clothes for you. I want to make you feel good. It's so <laughs> awesome. And it's just because, like, it's just one of those things, like, obviously it's, like, kind of stupid. Yeah. Like, but it's just, like... I love you so much. I'd fold your clothes. I just want to fold your clothes. Yeah. Like I, I love you, girl. <laughs> I hate folding clothes. If I'm folding your clothes, yeah, like that's some oh real shit. God. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't fold my own clothes normally. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit just gets I'll thrown just, into the yeah. fucking drawer. I'll just keep fucking drying it and making it look nice and <laughs> put her back on. Fair enough. Not shirts and shit. Though. That's just <laughs> you know. But yeah, dude, you know? for your eyes only. The neighbors think I'm selling dope. dope. Oh. Uh, Ooh. Immortal. You, yeah, literally. Immortal. The Deja one, vu. The one for me off that album was, um, God damn it, I keep... One for me off that album was For Whom the Bell Tolls, first mm. one. Love that shit. Opening track. Yep. I see the, I see the. So foyer. Change 2, Change is sick. Yeah. I love that song. Change. Deja Vu, Vinyl Mentality. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> mm, bruh. How are ya? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Number 2. Easily could have been number one. Very easily could have been number one. Same here. My, my one and two are right there. Pretty much interchangeable. Number two to Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Damn. Absolute masterpiece. When we're talking about just getting in touch with racial issues and like just everything that was going on and is currently going on in the world, Kendrick, man, leave it to Kendrick to just... Just the the one that sticks out to me is the one that he performed at the was it the Grammys, Pelly? There was it the VMAs? Maybe I don't remember. I think it was the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. The Grammys. W- which one did he do? If these walls could talk. Uh yeah. And oh my god, dude, that performance was so fucking cool. Like everything about that album, dude, front to back. Like complexion. How much does a dollar cost? Fucking blacker the berry. The blacker the berry is the coolest song ever. Just because yeah. the. Yeah, King Kunta. That was the okay. first one I, I heard, and I didn't listen to the album yet. We were in Vicar's basement during one of the humongous parties, and <laughs> King Kunta came on. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like, hold on, everybody stop. <laughs> what song is this? Literally, same story. I, it was my first time I ever rolled dick on Molly. I was at a party. <laughs> I was at a party. That was that party. No, dude, it, this was a different party. I remember it like Ooh. it was yesterday because Peggy Peggy Lynch played it on the Ox. And I was like, Peggy, oh. what song is this? And she's like, it's Kendrick Lamar. I don't know. And then I looked at the phone. King Kunta. I got a bone to pick. It's just such a foot stomping, head bobbing song, dude. That's crazy, then, because that's what we were doing that night. Oh, like, yeah. A bunch no. of us were doing Molly. <laughs> no, yeah. No, that was New Year's. <laughs> oh, man. I remember. Yeah. I remember. But, yeah, dude. To, to Pimp a Butterfly is serious. Like, when we're talking showing albums to your kids, like, that one is just seriously one of the first ones that comes to my head because masterpiece, dude. And, honestly, I, I, I'm not good. I, I'll let probably take it away because I know it'll be in his top two not to spoil it but I, it's gotta be <laughs> but yeah I'm not even gonna go any further to Pimp a Butterfly Kendrick Lamar Kendrick's best album I love that man shout out K-Dot I'm gonna go with the common theme my number two is Damn by Kendrick that was the craziest Damn. album I've listened to Damn. that intro Damn good pull that intro alone just pulls you in oh yeah 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 Sick. Just hearing that gunshot and then just right into the next song. What is it, DNA? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was like, another one. That was when I was uh, down in Jamaica. That was a fire, fire day in Jamaica. Like, <laughs> it, it was him, Joey Badass, and somebody else, I think, dropped an album that day, too. It was just... Great was day for glorious. music. Glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. I loved it. Dude, DNA fucking... Humble. Element. Element might be my favorite Kendrick song of all time. I texted Pelly about this like three weeks ago. I was just chilling and I listened to Element and I was like, dude, this honestly might be a top three Kendrick track for me. Just yeah. because how smooth it is, dude. Yeah. Ke- nobody can do it like Kendrick, no. man. I mean, Fear is just one of the best yeah, songs of all time. It's not my favorite, but it's probably the best off the album. Like, oh, that yeah. song is nutty as fuck. Nutty. Fear's my favorite uh, off that, for sure. Yeah. Duckworth. Duckworth, yeah. man. I was just going to say. <sighs> Front to back. Front to back, damn, is a masterpiece. Yes. Love them. 
Absolutely. Pelly number dos. <clears throat> well, like you said, I mean, these, these two, they're so close, it makes it so tough because they're both, like, so damn near perfect. But my number two is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Mr. Kanye West. Uh, like I said, damn near perfect. In fact, it might be. It really might be. Uh, so many, I mean, like, literally just this, this, this album was such a different side of Kanye compared to what we had seen before that. And as I've been saying, like, a common theme and what I've been talking about is just music that pushes the boundaries of its genre, of the sound of that time. And this did that tenfold. I mean, like, seriously, so much good music on this. It was right after his mom passed away, I believe, so he was just, like, in a different zone. Uh, Gorgeous with Cuddy is absolutely one of the best tracks of all time. Devil in a New Dress, Lost in the World, Runaway. Uh, I mean, just seriously, top to bottom. Like you cannot go wrong with a single song on this on this on this album. And it's just, I mean, it is Kanye West at his at his peak, at his best. And I mean, like that just goes to show. That's like that's like asking for Michael Jordan at his peak. Like, yep. On bowls. That's facts, that's, dude. That's just how it is. And it's, again, top, I mean, it's number two. Definitely could be number one. It probably should be. But hey, that's, that's just how it is. That's the beauty of these lists, baby. Everybody's got yep. their own shits. Brett Dose. My number dose was said before. I don't know if it was honorable mention, someone's list, but either way, better off dead. Flatbush Zombies, two thousand thirteen. It was, it was the second Flatbush thing I heard because I mean, Drugs was first. You know, that's the order they came out in. But Drugs or Better Off Dead was just, it was just something about it. Just the nitty gritty of it. The fucking just talk about nine eleven. Talk about CEO killers. Talk about raping people. Talk about fucking whatever. Talk about killing whoever. Whatever. All this <laughs> shit. Just the fucking. Gangster murder rap, all this shit. Like, there's something about it that is fucking love. Like, I don't know, baby. Like, there's just something about that shit that I fucking just, I just love. Uh, fuck American Pie, just that whole song. I just fuck. I'm, I think that might have been the first song I heard off that album, and like, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was like the dopest shit ever. Hell yeah, like, dude. It's probably not as lyrically deep as some of these albums and these tops. Obviously, like this right. is kind of their more raw shit. I, but it's just for me personally, one of my favorites. Definitely. Obviously, my number two. And. That shit is just super dope. <laughs> Definitely, dude. Super Better dope. off dead. Put us all on to Flatbush. I'd say like it, it. That album really moved the needle for me. Yeah. It was just crazy. Like you said, front to back. My team supreme. Bliss. Two two two. Just the architect for four minutes. Yeah. Uh, just oh god, dude. I absolutely love that song. Just that in itself. If you haven't heard two two two, basically just by Eric Arc Elliott, but by the Flatbush Zombies off Better Off Dead. One of the best songs you'll ever hear. Was that the? Was that the? Um. The like hint they kind of threw in in uh, Monica because they played the song off better off did they play like that little doo, the little doo, snippet of 222 two, two. he said that what it was he and said 222 two, two. yeah and then like they had that snippet of yeah like, dude that's so cool they they oh, are so good man fuck they are the top of the game right now <laughs> they are the best rap group since the Wu-Tang Clan well, well okay since Outkast but prior to that there Wu-Tang Clan they're a duo aren't they yeah. is Outkast a duo okay yeah that's fair so I yeah. say group since yeah. Wu-Tang yeah maybe okay. the far side I don't know which album came out first yeah no okay I can get behind that Outcast best duo, and then Flatbush Zombies best group since Wu Tang Clan. What's crazy is they're both from New York, so hey man, East Coast. Put you ever heard of the Meagles? <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, that was an honorable mention. Jeez, dude. <laughs> Gary, those those is Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi. Hooey! Just once again, the best, Mr. Rager. The cream of the crop. Yep. Yeah. Cream of the crop. Literally. We've said it all. <laughs> Number two. Yeah, well, I, I 
I got Swagger Jack for my number one. Pelly's took it. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's Kanye West. Now when I say masterpiece, this this one really just sells it for me. Cause like Pelly said, you start off with dark fantasy, you go into gorgeous, and then you, just top to bottom, dude. Runaway is the best song of the decade. At me, I don't give a shit. Every single person and their mother and their grandfather has heard Kanye say, To have a toast for the douchebags. To have a toast for the assholes. So fucking awesome, dude. And like you said, that was peak Kanye. Top of his game. And, oh, just the features on that. Dude, Ricky Rose had a sick feature. Pusha T had a sick feature. So Appalled is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, just, what can I say about this album, dude? And the best... Who was at the end of, uh fucking blame game when he's talking is it chris rock chris, chris rock. rock dude yes that's fire <laughs> that moves the needle for me dude just top to bottom i i love kanye west this is peak power dude if power wasn't just a sports anthem and so overplayed as is power would be considered one of the best songs of all time like just be it might even still could be i mean that's what they use it for all the sports that's reasons, true right? it's that's same, true. With, same with queen man that's yeah they, they use all these queen songs because they're the best songs that they they do the job justice you yep. know i just i can't even say enough about this album dude i i i was like just blown away with like you know obviously when you're fucking 13 you don't really give a shit about music it's just like oh yeah this sounds good yeah. but when you're 16 <laughs> and you actually like just listen to it not just hear it you listen to it Fresh air rolling down the window. Too many Urkels on your team. That's why you wins low. <laughs> so fire. Family Matters. That's that's my favorite bar on that album. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, go watch Family Matters, you fucking dork. <laughs> my favorite album of the decade. Shout out Kanye West for being the greatest of the decade. Greatest of the 2000s and on. Shout out Kanye. My favorite. Number one. Stefan, what's your number one? Mine has already been snubbed. It's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. That album I can listen to at any point. Yep. It's Wet Dreams is really the first song I heard off that. Yeah. <laughs> that story just how he tells stories is so like you can just visualize everything he's saying. Oh yeah. And that's what really pulls me in about. And because you're horny yeah. bastard. <laughs> quack quack no. quack horny duck. Quack no, quack quack. I just quack. like the storytelling. But <laughs> J Cole's J Cole's my favorite. One of my favorite artists. Yeah. I'd love me some jalapeno coleslaw. <laughs> love that shit. Pelly number one baby. Just like I swagger Jack, you're number one. You swagger Jack, mine. I know. Butterfly. I, I knew it would happen, dude. You guys are weird. I, I knew. I knew you do. <laughs> but I mean, shit. Like this. Oh man, this is my favorite album of, of all time. Period. This is this is it for me. Like this is the bar of of, of music, especially modern day music. Uh, like seriously, just just the way that this was presented, the way it was put together, the, the concept of it. The jazz infusion into hip hop. I mean, Kendrick was rapping over a live jazz band on the second track. I mean, like fucking crazy. And he did it a few times throughout the album. I mean, just the, the the chances he took on this album, and also, I mean, like what he did for hip hop. He says it on I think it's Untitled 07 on uh, the Untitled uh, mixtape afterwards. Right. It's like hope, I hope it's evident that I've inspired a thousand MCs to do better. Damn right, Kendrick Lamar. This album moved the bar, moved the needle, moved whatever the fuck. It moved hip-hop to a different realm of what it was, especially at this time when it started becoming mumble rap and, you know, all that shit, when that started popping. This album came out and reminded everybody what good music actually is. And, I mean, damn, just so, I mean, I, I get chills talking about it. It's just so fucking good. Talk about, all right, institutionalized, King Kunta. You, you is one of the... <sighs> 
the most emotional, introspective tracks of like ever. Period. Like Facts. of all music, that that track is so deep, so so like intricately put together, and not to, not to mention the poem that he that he has throughout the whole the whole album that just leads to this conversation with Tupac, just like fucking crazy. Like you, I I literally don't I I don't think you can top it. You can't top it. But what's crazy about Kendrick Lamar is he continues to make unique music that continues to push sound to a different level and that's why this dude you said yeezy is the top of 2010s it's not it's kendrick lamar yeezy owns the 2000s this is kendrick lamar owns the 2010s this is his game now 2000s on kendrick kendrick 2010s on kendrick can have it kanye's the greatest of the 2000s period <laughs> period period absolutely but yeah i knew i knew dude i when we were talking on xbox or well cod the other day I, like when we were just basically spitballing about this i knew what your number one was you knew what nine, my number one was I knew yep. what your number two was. You knew what my number two was. It was just the way Absolutely. it was. And it was just, I mean, you got good taste, man. What can I say? Hey, you too, man. Hey, we had six and eight. Spot on two. How about it? That's weird. That's really weird, dude. Honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, dude. I mean, this album, like, in just in terms of heaters, in terms of concept, in terms of everything, like, this just, just is a hit. Everything. Everything about it, dude. And uh, yeah. I'm just glad everybody kind of is in the same headspace on that just because like it's fucking sick dude i it's just so sick i can't even say anymore Pelly hit the nail on the head brent go. what what you got number one mine wasn't to, to pimp a butterfly but i will say that probably, <laughs> that probably is the best album of this decade like yeah, it's not my dude. favorite but right. like that shit was nutty as fuck like yeah. Pelly said like you like when i heard that song i was tearing up like, yeah that shit made me cry like i was like wow like this guy's on some shit right now yeah but my number one was Swagger Jacked by all four of you. I mean, I figured it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen, but it's it was... I remember when I was, like, in seventh grade, and my brother got this album at, like, our family reunions, like, the week after Thanksgiving, you get, like, one gift. And he got this album, and then I stole it from him when I got my license, and it's been in my car ever since. Listen to the shit on the fucking daily. Man on the Moon Tube, Legend of Restoration by Kid Cudi. Like, that shit literally was my fucking, like introduction to rap music like yeah, my dude. brother got that album inside the album you open it up it's kid cuddy next to like three naked women and my brother showed me that when i was like 12 years old i was like dude that's fucking awesome <laughs> and then from that point on i mean i he'd always listen to that he obviously has a big influence on my music taste because he's the older brother so i'd listen to what he listened to he listened to fucking kid cuddy all the time he listened to kanye all the time and Man on the Moon 2 is just a whole lot of level for me. Like, you guys, let me, we all talk about Before You Race Me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all these songs. Every yep. song on the album. Fucking crazy. Love that. Number one for a reason. Gonna show my kids. Can't wait to show, like, my kids, like, all these music choices. Like Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know if you guys saw a TikTok. I mean, shout out to TikTok. But yeah, there was this one. It was, like, some guy driving. It was, like, he's, like, my friend's dad driving us to school in third grade. And then in the back, they have, like, it's, like, uh eat or day and night like the course to day and night or something like that they're like it's like them like singing in the back or something like that i was like wow like you guys were singing like some kid's dad was like like that's a classic to them you know? right because they're like young when that was going on i was like that's the shit like i grew up on like i wasn't young listening to that i was like 14 or whatever yeah but yeah i don't know shit's crazy love kid cuddy love cuddy dude gary round it up sky is falling the wind is calling stand for something or die in the morning Section 80. Section 80. High power. <laughs> That's number one. That album wow. was, that was just dope, so fire. 
that's that that cool of you to do right there. I was like, wow, yeah, wow, that was dope. Love that. Good job, Gary. Love that. Thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. It's just the whole album, like the the song itself, high power, song itself, section eighty. Like it's just Rigamortis. Rigamortis blew my mind. I think you showed oh. me that song, and like really, really showed it to me. Like right. maybe you showed me a part or something, but holy shit yeah like just through and through i mean back to kendrick being one of the best ever for you know us in our age group it's just it's nuts and i I had to put him up right there don't sell him short one of the best ever all time yeah Yeah, that's that's what i meant yeah Yeah. no that's a fucking sick poll i I, like i I was if nobody said i was gonna say yeah was that on anybody's list no i didn't put that on the list Mm -mm. i tried to limit Tried to live I was literally bit. thinking about it. I was about to say it and nobody did. Like I, like I said earlier, I only had one of each, or at least try to keep one of each yeah. other so I could at least keep it somewhat Very fresh. Because I could have definitely put like every Flatbush album, every Kendrick album, fucking, you know, yeah. all this shit. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm glad we did this. I feel yeah. like the folks at home are going to like this. The only, I have one other honorable mention DiCaprio 2. J.I.D. Fucking dope. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it. Also, I have a couple more honorable mentions. I can't believe I left know about it the top 10 for the decade, but 444 and Magna Carta, both a couple of Oh, top, top, 444. Top I completely forgot about that Ooh. album. Yeah, I, yeah I, it, was, it was hard to keep it out of the top 10, but I, I it felt right. Yeah. Jerk, jerk is through in Daytona. I'm also going to throw in Kids See Ghosts by Cuddy and Kanye. Love that yeah. album, too. Oh, my God. Super dope. There was a couple songs on that that were really, really just everyday listens yeah, for me. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Do What Thou Wilt by Absol. Yo, Sick. Go. I was going to throw an Absol on there, too. I was going to throw fucking, what, what, whatever, uh, West These Harris. Days? Control, oh, control, control system? system? Yeah, control system. Yeah. Control system. That was fucking I was hilarious. looking at that one, too. Yeah. That's an honorable mention. And then, um... What was the one? Uh, fuck. Jarkus, what's the Absol album that oh, I'm thinking of? These that, days? The, 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 the Do What That Will. Oh, you already said it. Yeah. You? Fuck, I was thinking you said a song for some reason. <laughs> That's embarrassing. All right, well. Life of a I'll Hot Boy up. 2, the Trapper Edition by Bankroll Fresh. I can get down with that one. <laughs> Classic. Uh, R.I.P. Bankroll Fresh, though, for sure. <laughs> Melly vs. Melvin. Um, little Boat, Little Yachty. All right, we're done with this. <laughs> how long is it? how long are we at? Right hour now? and forty. Right now. Hour and forty. Oh my, oh my god. god! All right, roll through these picks. Panthers. All right, week fourteen. Record to him last week. Uh, last week, Brett went ten and four. Pelly went nine and five. Gary oh, went six and eight. Shit. Stefan went nine and five. I went ten and four. Brent and wow. Pelly are tied, one hundred and sixteen and seventy three apiece. Gary and Stefan are both tied, one hundred and eighteen and seventy one apiece. I am one hundred and nine and eighty. Panthers at Falcons. Atlanta getting three and a half. Uh, Julio is playing, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, at Falcons. Falcons. At Falcons. Falcons. Atlanta, Falcons. 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 Pelly. Oh man, this is tough. Jeez. Pick the Panthers. That's so it's not a wash. First game without Riverboat Ron. Do it. <laughs> do it. No. Here's balls. the problem. What's the problem? The Riverboat Ron was the problem. He was just, so they're gonna win now. So pick them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I gotta go Falcons. <laughs> All right, that's a wash. Falcons. Ravens at Bills. Baltimore's getting 10. This is going to be a sick game. I'm going Ravens. Ravens? All opposed, basically? Yeah, we'll go Ravens. Uh, I really uh, want to take the Bills, but we'll go Ravens. I want to take the Bills so bad. I want to take them so bad. bad, So bad. You can't. Can't go against this. This would be such a good game. That's literally. Is that a noon game? Yep. Super fire. Can't wait for that one. And then the 325 game is going to be fire, too. Let's go. Pelly? Yeah, I'm going Ravens. Another wash. Bengals at Browns. 
Browns are getting a touchdown. Seven points. Touchdown and kick, I guess. Browns? Again? Yeah. Why? I'm going Division. Cleveland. Is this yep. like the fourth time they played this year? It feels like it. Scratch that. I'm going Cincinnati. Didn't they play? No, they didn't play last week. Two weeks ago, didn't they? Yeah. Did the Browns lose last week or no? Yes, they lost to the Stillers. Oh, I'm still going Browns. Baker messed up his hand, too. That's all right. Yeah. Bengals stink. They can beat. Who'd they beat last week? Oh, the stinking Jets. Yeah. Uh, anybody opposed on the Browns? No. I think Steph said Bengals. No, yeah, I got him. Uh, you got the Browns, too, Pelly? Yep, Browns. All right, cool beans. Our words at Packers. Green Bay's getting 12 and a half. Wash. Save the breath. Yeah. Wash. Lions at Vikings. Minnesota's getting 13. Ooh, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Minnesota. Vikings. Vikings. Pelly? They blow my dick. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings, too, but in terms of the Bears, we really need the Vikings to win, or the Lions to win How this many, fucking game. Like, games are we actually, like, have going on right now that aren't washes? Uh, one. Just the one that Stefan took. Okay. Yeah. Right on. This one will not be a wash. I can promise you that. 49ers at Saints. New, Ang- or New Orleans getting 2.5. New Orleans. Wow. Give me 49ers. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they both took Niners? No, Stefan no, took Saints. No, he took Saints. That'll be a good game, too. Yeah. Saints. Pally? Uh, I'm going to go Niners. They're fighting. They're, they're suddenly looking at the five seed in these playoffs. They need to win. Yeah, facts. I'm going to take Drew Brees, veteran quarterback in his home turf, playing for a bye. Yeah. Give me Drew Brees. Dolphins at Jets, the stink bowl of the week. New York Jets getting five points for whatever reason. Jamal Adams, doubtful. Le'Veon Bell probably won't play because he's sick. Give me the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick's yeah, real. Give me Miami back-to-back. Yep. The Miami Dolphins. Got the Dolphins, too? Brent? Pelly? Fuck Sam Darnold. Fuck the Jets. I'm <laughs> done with the Jets. I'm, they're my least favorite franchise in the whole fucking league. I fucking hate the Jets. So, yeah, <laughs> give me the fucking Dolphins. I'll take I'll take the, the Cater's Daily Zoo before I take the Jets. Pelly, <laughs> why don't you like Sam Darnold? God, that's... Oh, God, I fucking hate Sam because he fucking cost me the playoffs. That's why. (laughs) A little throwback to last week's episode. Pelly saying he's starting Sam Darnold over his two-week prior MVP candidate, Sean Watson. For whatever reason, I have no idea. It ended up costing him a playoff spot, folks. Imagine that. So, I see why you're taking the Dolphins. I'm I'm pretty much with you. Uh, Fuck Sam Darnold. He fucking stinks. I can't believe you did that, Aaron. Come on. You got... Whenever I think about it, I, I think I'm crazy, but then I think back to the logic of it, which was, and it was logical, Sam Darnold's playing the Bengals, Deshaun Watson's playing the Patriots, and Watson already had about a handful of, of iffy games throughout the season, so just seemed like it was going to be one of those, but, you know, I made the stupidest decision in my fantasy career this past week. But you did say that he was MVP over Lamar Jackson, right? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Three, so, if, was, if he's that, the MVP, he beats that. the Patriots. It was before that Ravens Texans game that, that I said give me Watson as MVP, but they but then he, then he put up three points against the Ravens, so I thought if he put up three points against the Ravens, he's gonna put up six points against the Patriots. So you know, probably I might up. be the only one, but I'm with you there. I would have done the same thing, which is why I I don't know I, I have a lot of first round exits. I didn't make the playoffs this year, so I would have been right with you. Yeah, starting no, Sam Darnie. I never in a million well years. To get this one Maybe out. not Sam Darnold. Yeah. I don't know if I would have started Darnold this week. <laughs> yeah, Darnie Boy was tough. I mean, like you said, he was hot, but like it's Darnie Boy. Yep. I yeah. wouldn't have started Deshaun though. 
That's for sure. If I was in your shoes, dude, I I'm what going we, with my best. I, I drafted Deshaun for a reason, you yep. know. Like I'm starting Patty against New England this week. Like I fucking have to. It's Patty. Yep. He's gonna fucking do his thing. If There's he doesn't, like, then he doesn't. But There's like a certain amount of quarterbacks that you start no uh, matter what. Yep. And Deshaun Watson's one of them. Just throwing dirt on your grave. Yeah, we Patty need to roll on. <laughs> Dolphins at Jets. Anybody got the Jets? Real quick. No. Anybody? No, no, Wash. No. Colts at Bucks. Bucks are getting three. Give me the Bucks. Bucks. Give me the Colts. Colts. Bucks. Colts kind of stink recently, I feel like, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Pelly? Is T.Y. Hilton playing? Out. Kenny Moore, out. Paris Campbell, out. Man. All right, give me the Bucks. <laughs> Actually, give me the Bucks. All righty. Broncos at Texans. Houston's getting nine. Broncos at Texans? Yep. Texans. I have a feeling Watch. like it's going to be a lot of Texans, so I'm going to go Broncos. Oh. You're taking Drew Locke over Deshaun Watson. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. It was like the Sam Darnold six thing. Washes. It was like the Sam Darnold thing. Yeah. I was just fucking yeah, with you. Don't get mad at me. It's a shitty spread. It's not our fault. Blame fucking Roger Goodell. He's an idiot. Blame Vegas. Chargers at Jags. Chargers are getting three and a half. Gardner Minshew's first start at, with Nick Foles healthy. How about that? That's a stat. <laughs> it's at... In Jacksonville. I didn't hear a word you said, and I was looking at you the whole time. Chargers at Jags. Chargers are getting three and a half. Okay. Chargers at Phil Jags. Phil Rivers stinks. Sure does. But so does that defense. But so do cat teams. Yeah. Facts. Also true. Give me Gardner Minshew. Nice. Give me Phillip. <laughs> Gary? It's at Jacksonville. Yep. They played like shit at home last week, didn't they? They sure did. With uh, Nick Foles. They sure did. Is Nick Foles not good anymore? No, he never really was, I don't think. So he just got paid. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> he was all right for the Eagles. Yeah. He was never good, though. Super Bowl MVP for the Eagles. Yep. But, good for that guy. I will go with the Chargers. Pally? Yeah, give me the Chargers, too. I think even though Minshew's in there, the Jaguars did just lose Miles Jack. And on top of no Ramsey and a couple guys in that D-line, I just don't think that they can hold up on defense, too. Yeah, I love Derwin James. Derwin James is active. I think he was active last week, but if he's back, I'm back on the Chargers train. So, give me Chargers. Titans at Raiders. Tennessee's getting two and a half. They don't have Josh Jacobs this week, keep in mind. For real? Been playing with a fractured shoulder. He practiced today, didn't he? Last I heard, he was out. He practiced today. They were trying to rest him, but I'm probably going to go Titans. Derrick Henry's on a fucking roll right now. I already wrote down Wash. All opposed? Titans. Anybody got it? Okay, cool. Chiefs at Pats. New England's getting three. That's fucking bullshit. Just because they're out. I'm going to wash here. <laughs> Give me New Pats. England. Yeah, I was going to say, I got yeah. Pats. Yo, Brent's not going to take the Pats. <laughs> okay. so like, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's not a wash. Oh, I thought you said another wash. No, it's like, not was... a wash here. Oh, I guess it, it does sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> not a wash. Not a wash. What the fuck? <laughs> Give me the fucking kingdom. Fucking hammer that fucking plus three. They're going to fucking win by like fucking... F- you take the money line, actually. <laughs> Put yeah, on a house and the get them at line. plus nine and cash in. Please. Fucking Please. sell your car. Put all of it on the teaser <laughs> line. And you'll fucking be rich. Don't do that. Just put your house up. That works too. Put your sell your house up. while you're you got at cheese. it. I do not. <laughs> Gary just said all that shit just to say, oh yeah, I got the pads. I was just helping them out. <laughs> Pelly, what you got? Give me the Chiefs. Let's go, Chiefs baby. That's like to hear. Beautiful. Let's yep. keep rolling through these. Steelers at Cardinals. Card- or Pittsburgh's getting two. Duck Hodges. Pittsburgh. Dude, Duck's legit. He listens to part of my take. Give me the Steelers. Cardinals. Pelly? 
I would take the Cardinals, except they just got shit-pumped by the Rams last week. Steelers need to win to make the playoffs, so give me the Steelers. Give me Duck Hodges. <laughs> the Steelers about to make the playoffs, and like everybody was like, the Browns are going to make it. They're literally Even when better. they had Big Ben, and now they're on their third-string quarterback, and he's still better. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. That's cool. Shout-out to Duck. Shout-out Duck Hodges. Seahawks at Rams. Seattle's getting a single point. Sunday night football. Give me fucking Seattle. 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 Seattle at who? At Rams. The, at the Coliseum. They're getting one single point. A point. Why? Because they're away. Okay. I'll Vegas wants you to bet on the game. That is right. They do. <laughs> they're probably going to get me. Pelly? Ooh, this is tough. Ooh. I <laughs> uh, see, like, I just, I feel like the Rams have to win this one. Yeah, know? they do. Like, they have they to. Won. The thing is... Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Rams, so yeah. like they yeah. can't win. Yeah, at home though. That's definitely a damn good point. Yeah. Uh, and like they, yeah, they got to go what? against a defense that's like pretty good. Like the Cardinals defense, pretty stinky. Yeah, knew he was in yeah. golf. I'm pretty sure I said in the pot he was going to throw for like 500 yards because it was about that time. Yeah, and then now he's back against a hard defense, so he's probably back to about four fantasy points this week. Yeah, maybe. That, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. Give me, give me the Seahawks. They as much as the Rams need to win, they do too. Because if they lose, then they're right back in that five spot, switching with the Niners. Facts. All right, moving on. Monday Night Football: Giants at Eagles. Philly's getting nine and a half. Eagles. Eli Manning's back. Yeah, so sure Eli, give me the Giants, baby. Yeah, Eli's Giants. fucking getting the redemption game, baby. <laughs> right now, he's at five hundred in his career. Yeah, 116, 116. I saw that. Give me the Eagles. I'm also taking the Eagles, Pelly. Uh, I really do want to go Giants, but I gotta go Eagles. Beautiful. All right, save your breath. Jets at Ravens. Thursday night football. Yeah, okay. Oh, Jeez. Why, why is that Thursday yeah, say night why. football? How do you, that's never the good game. No, what good game fuck? to have. No. That's literally never a good game to have. Why do they, like, ever think about yeah. putting teams that sucked last year into, a, like, a primetime game the next year? Makes no sense. Why is Kansas City, New England not a primetime game? Literally. Why is it? It's a 325 game Chiefs versus Patriots AFC, re- AFC championship rematch. Yeah, that sounds like a good 3 o'clock game. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. At Godger Riddell, figure it out. Idiot. Well, boys, we should wrap it up. This is about an hour, two hours long. Two hours long. Yeah. So, I did have one thing I wanted to say. Go ahead. If the Illuminati is listening, I would like to join to become rich and famous. I don't know if you guys are down, but like I'm down to sell my soul or like whatever. <laughs> join the Illuminati to get rich and famous from the podcast. If we I, can blow up real quick, I don't know. I'm down for it. You yeah, guys sure. down for it? Yeah, no, yeah. Put our names up. You guys ready? We need to like all be like down for it. Also, I don't think they're gonna contact us. Or At home, I, I, I do that or join the mob. Okay, what about yeah, you? You done stuff? What about the Illuminati know, though? Because what if they're listening? You gotta, well, yeah, you gotta have both cool. options. I'm cool with them. Yeah. All right, pal, you down for the Illuminati? Yeah, I'm all in. Baby. All right, it's so fun. like, if anybody's listening, just like hit us up. We'll like tell people like if you gotta tell them something, they'll like you know. Whatever we gotta do to get in the Illuminati, hit us up. We wanna be rich, so yeah. Yeah. That's all. Pretty simple, really. Yeah. I just want some money. I don't care if you take no, my soul. No, for real, yeah. My soul is yeah, worthless. Like, for real. Like, <laughs> if I like, sold my soul, nobody would give me a dime. If I could sell my soul to the devil right now, because we're like live or something, too. Also down for that. Devil hit me up tonight. Don't know how that works, but <laughs> I'm ready. Like, money sounds cool. I'm young, but I'm ready. <laughs> Anybody else got any closing statements before we close this out? This was Go a Bears. good episode. This Go was a very Bears. good episode. Go Bears at three in a row. Uh, we're going to the playoffs. I wish we could have talked hunt. about the Bears. In that the was the closest game of the in season. The hunt. But we just simply don't have time. We'll talk yeah. in more in depth next week about Bears-Cowboys. Uh, to all the folks at home, we love you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you. God bless you. Good night. Mother.
Fucking microphone checker Keep that grip tight like my Smith and Wesson I-